everyone. This is Coach Cook Cogitates, a podcast devoted to deep thinking about coaching, conversations, and everything else related to educational practice. I'm your host, Janet Cook. Welcome to episode two, where we will explore pronouns and their place in coaching, particularly conversations with partners and in varied instructional contexts. So I was with a group of educational practitioners the other day, and it occurred to me that pronouns matter. This episode is going to explore all of the ways in which we can use pronouns to partner with our colleagues, both professionally and deepen that personal connection with them. I like to start every episode with a grounding quotation or insight from a peer or group. Today, the Children's Literacy Initiative reminds us the role of classroom culture and how language impacts it. Language is the most powerful tool you have to create a caring classroom culture. What you say and how you say it has an enormous effect on children's emotions, learning, and sense of self. The words you use can make children feel safe or threatened, encouraged or disengaged, capable or helpless. Use words intentionally to foster a positive culture through your daily interactions. So as we explore in this episode, you'll see how the language that we use as coaches and human beings impacts our relationships with others and how we can intentionally forge those partnerships to deeper levels. To provide some context, I work with first-year teachers who are engaged in an accelerated master's program. And so the summer before they begin that first year teaching, which all of us I'm sure can remember, Um, just the anticipation, excitement, fear, all of those emotions that come with our first year teaching. But during that time, we offer some mini seminars focused on topics that it's helpful to consider that might easily be overlooked. Things like how you're going to um, establish rapport and professional and collegial partnerships with colleagues. How will you communicate with families who are our families in our community? Um, what are going to be the behavior supports that you provide your scholars when they demonstrate unexpected behaviors in your classroom? What are the procedures that you're going to explicitly teach that you want to become routine so that you can maximize that instructional time? So the other day, I had the chance to do some follow-up work with a colleague um, in preparation for one of these mini-seminars, and this is where my discovery about pronouns occurred. I'm going to invite you to visualize with me a classroom. So jump inside Mr. Becker's fifth grade classroom and his students are engaged in learning about ecosystems in the great state of Nebraska. 
and Mr. Becker, in providing directions for his class, starts to say things like, what I will need you to do in your groups is collect all of the materials for the lab, and from there, you're going to create a diorama that includes at least one animal, two examples of plants that live in that ecosystem, and so forth. I will need you to... So you kind of get the picture. When we give directions, oftentimes it's using the pronoun I, and we reference those listening to us with the pronoun you. Contrast that with... What we will be exploring class are ecosystems and we'll need to work together to create some visual representations for these ecosystems. So you'll be working collaboratively with peers to create this representation. As you're working together, be thinking about how all of you can contribute to the group's process and product and how you might help all of us learn a little bit more so that our class can be well informed. So you notice that in this set of directions, I'm intentionally using us and we and our, and that creates an undertone of community and connection, both in our classrooms, and then kind of think about how that might extrapolate out to other groups. So as you reflect on Mr. Becker's classroom, obviously there are a lot of implications for the conversations that we have with coaching partners and also in classrooms with our scholars um, and also in your family and daily life. So as you walk into this week, be thinking about how you can be invitational and inclusive in the pronouns that you use. Choose to use we and us versus I and me and just see what impact it has on the conversations that you have. All right, you guys, um, I wish you a successful week of coaching. Thank you for joining me today. As always, I love to hear from you and topics that you'd like to think about and process in future episodes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And until next time, keep cogitating.